Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Welcome to Vida y Vino, episode 48. 48. Where we break down wine, food news, and our childhood trauma. Joined with me today is Philip Golden Corral. Oh, 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 oh. I am Luis Pablo. The the Fred Durst of podcasting himself. Fred Durst. I like that. Um, yeah, today we'll be uh, talking about some news. And some coffee today. We aren't drinking. We haven't drank wine for a while. No, no. And what what perfect uh, occasion Replacement. for the uh, substitute for the wine than coffee yeah. with uh, with some of the big news we're going to get into today. We're going to get into uh, a little bit of uh, soccer, a little bit of Bundesliga news. Yeah, little, not Bundesliga, Barcelona news. Is there a difference? Big difference. <laughs> and we're going to find out what that difference here, folks, in top of the hour. But we also got a bit of uh, Alex Jones, a uh, little Alex Jones, catch yeah. up on the defamation trial. A real knucklehead, that guy. Mm-hmm. A real real loose cannon, that, uh-huh. that Jones. We're going to talk about the FBI raid on a former president of the United States of America, or to some of you, proud su- supporters, still the current president. Still the current president. I know who you are. Shout out. Shout out. I wonder how it looks in here. It looks beautiful. It's bright. Yeah. Let's just um, let's um, just um, turn um, on um, all the lights. I do like what you added to this. You added the LED yeah. light, a little bit of the light curtains exactly. here. Oh, I don't like that. It's flashing like crazy. It makes it makes it vibrant. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like an SOS. If you were on Epsi's Island, you're like, please help me. Help assistance. Help, help, this is what led to the uh, downfall of uh, Pokemon. That looks like it's good. There was a big uh, epilepsy case. A bunch of kids going epileptical. Yeah, episode, I think it was like episode 7 or 14 or something. Like that. Mm-hmm. Just a bunch um, of kids with Caesars out in Japan. Like, yeah. Which is no laughing matter. It is not a laughing matter at all. No, um, no. But yeah, that, that show really got a lot of criticism and it was like you know if your kid is watching this he's gonna go to hell it's demons it's awful it's evil it's a medical uh condition to watch it and like you said satanic purposes and demons isn't that with everything new that comes out it's like how is Fortnite ruining your kids Mm -hmm. oh Fortnite's gonna ruin me (laughs) forget about the kids worry about me being ruined you're a big Fortnite player right I'm somewhat. I only come around every like couple of months when they drop new skins or yeah. new new merch drop, which that's they do often. That's their motto. That's how yeah. they're, they're bread and butter. Right. And they got me this week. They this got me good. Again with what did they release this this Friday as we're recording? The new Dragon Ball Super comes out, and for the first they time ever, Fortnite release. Yeah, for oh. the first first time ever. The Dragon Ball Z characters are coming to you in Fortnite, which is super dumb and super lame. That I'm but like, also awesome. That yeah, it's super lame that I like feel that way. Like it's so pumped and so awesome. That's sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited for the new Dragon Ball movie. Also, oh yeah, it's gonna hit the theaters uh, here in America domestically in two weeks on the on the 18th yeah, this two Friday. Weeks, yeah, yeah, yeah. Technically in two weeks. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm super stoked. It looks fun. It looks the animation looks really clean, mm-hmm. um, and it looks different too. Like the storyline. This is for our anime fans here, all two of them. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're excited to see what what it brings. And you know, mm-hmm. I saw Dragon Ball Super. I think it was last year, or the year before. 
and super cool show, super fun. Do you ever catch any of the uh, theatrical releases? I I've gone back and seen um, what is it? Uh, the Broly one that came out. The Broly time? one, <gasps> and then the <gasps> fr- the Frieza <laughs> one. Oh yeah, yeah, the Battle of Resurrection of F. Or yeah, whatever. Resurrection Resurrection F. Mm-hmm. That's what, yeah, so I did catch those, and uh, now super stoked. F standing for Frieza. Yeah, and R.I.P. to the voice actor, man. He oh, did really? Super, yeah, he did super well. He died last year, I believe. Oh, damn. I know. COVID? Or, uh, so, I don't know, something. Oh, we can actually say that because of our uh, sponsorship oh, yeah, we with don't the One de- China yeah, policy. We don't want to get demonetized. Uh, um, yeah, that nasty epidemic that took the world <laughs> by storm a couple of years ago, whatever that was. Uh, but um, Speaking of epidemics that are taking the nation by storm, uh, did you see the news by the recent TikTok of like the it's like twenty some million now views of uh, the Starbucks workers walking out? Yes, we actually. That's a great segment to get into our coffee tasting today. In front of us, we have Starbucks, we have McDonald's, Dunkin' Donuts, and Wendy's. All black coffee. All black. All dark black coffee. Roasted coffee. So we're hoping we get a good taste of what each of these companies has to offer. Mm-hmm. And according to Starbucks, they don't have a lot of benefits to offer. They don't offer anything, apparently. No, no, good old walkout. Yeah, people are walking out. There is a lot of cases of this in New York specifically. Yep. But overall, I mean, it's... I mean, I'm not surprised. We've been talking about this for a year now. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Literally brought that up in the article. It's been almost a year since they all unionized. So 187 locations out there. And uh, there's been a growing number of petitions uh, with the labor law saying that Starbucks is the corporation. It's intimidating union workers and like its workers for its like writing up uh, supervisors or bringing ethics complaints. And it's funny because a, a company that takes itself so progressive like Starbucks, it's in the forefront of progressivism, uh, is pretty much you know intimidating these these strong strong arming these folks. Yeah, blue collar folks, and which is not good. The one that I saw, I mean, there's been obviously a bunch lately. Mm-hmm. The one that I saw was everybody was walking out because they un they fired the union leader for no reason. Yep, they like just fired him, so everybody was like, "Well, fuck this, we're all leaving then." Yeah, and to follow up on that specific story, that guy that was fired uh, was fired over like a uh, a month old like discretion. Uh, they he closed up the shop early because there was his understaffed, and they're like, "Oh, you didn't follow proper protocols." But he got the okay from his supervisor, so they're like, "You're you're using him as a scapegoat unfairly." He's been there for right. thirteen years. Uh, he's a staple within that Tawando whatever area. Uh-huh. I don't know how to say that. It's Tawando, Tawando, yeah. New York. What'd you call me? <laughs> uh, no, but dude, Tow. it sucks. Like they're just looking for any reason to like fire this guy, and. I- Dude, it's crazy because, you know, this morning I went to Starbucks and Dunkin' and uh, Starbucks was A, crazy busy, and B, crazy slow. Damn. Like, does that make sense? Like, it was crazy busy, it was, but it was understaffed, so they weren't yes, seeing so okay. many people. I'm not I'm not saying it was busy, but it was, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was like, they were so slow, and I'm like, oh, man. Like, I felt it right away. I'm like, yeah, these, this understaffing is real. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because, like, you pull up, and they have, like, we're hiring sign. We offer yeah. um, tuition reimbursement, and we offer high-paying jobs. It says, text this number right away, and we'll send you an application. All easy yeah. format convenience for us. And then even like at the window, it was like now hiring. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, this 
this stuff is making national news. Who the fuck is going to want to work for you guys? It's just that the great reset, the great, you know, the whole leaving the job market shortage because we're under value. And like they were talking in that book uh, with Corey Mintz a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, uh, the uh, what's it called? The death of the restaurant industry, or uh, the next supper in the future of restaurants after twenty twenty COVID. I I guess, or they should have called it the last supper for Starbucks, <laughs> <laughs> because it, in the book they mentioned uh, in the last chapter of like most of like Starbucks was an example. They're they're gonna tip. They're gonna opt out from like the hourly wage and tip them a server wage and have that supplemented with tips. That's like a, an idea that they talked That's about. That's so stupid. So like you already are understaffing or treat these people like waitresses or waiters. Overworking. Yeah. And like I was in line for quite a bit to get my coffee. I can only imagine how it was a Dunkin', an understaffed Dunkin' or understaffed Starbucks. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. It was pretty bad at both. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, man, I, I think, you know, we talk about this. I know Juan is very passionate about this topic. and oh, yeah, He loves um, his unions. We should mention that he is celebrating uh, kind of a honeymoon honeymoon like mm-hmm. he has an actual big destination planned i think a year from now but him and his uh, wife who we'd like to say congratulations to once again uh are in kentucky kentucky they're in kentucky over in kentucky way over there looking at horses mm-hmm. drinking uh whatever people drink in kentucky hopefully they're avoiding old state parks Hopefully, right? Hopefully, yeah. So wants you to come back by himself and we're like, what's Alondra? <laughs> Where's Miss Legend? Yeah. I, I don't, I don't she know, must man. have slipped. <laughs> so yeah, we that just, kind of humor is not it's deplorable <laughs> here. It's deplorable humor. She's gonna watch this and be like, You're not allowed to go on there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we uh we'd like to wish him congratulations. They're on their honeymoon and he will probably be on the show uh episode fifty. So yeah. two weeks from now, we're giving him his 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 break, his due diligence. The big reunion. The big reunion, episode 50. We have a couple things planned for that in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, some really exciting stuff that we've been thinking about. Oh, and, yeah. um, thinking about, we've been dreaming about, a sweating. A lot of behind the scenes stuff. As you can see, the studio's changing and everything. So, yeah, I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. We're all changing. My body changing. I'm in severe pain right now. Yeah, tell us uh, as we, we segue away from Starbucks and unemployment. What happened to you in the last 24 hours? The last 24 hours, I uh, think I ate some uh, bad spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got some of my mom's spaghetti on me. Yeah. Which uh, which is kind of funny. No, my mother came over and uh, she brought some ingredients and she made some spaghetti. Yeah. Very yeah. nice of her. Mm-hmm. I was out and about trying to get some exercise in. No okay. There's a frisbee golf. Nice. Did I say that? Right. Froth. Froth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. A little froth uh, court or course. Over by my house, so mm. head over there and rack up a little sweat. Yeah, like a dog, you know, chase after the the frisbee as you mm. throw it. It's good, good athleticism. It it definitely takes a lot of effort to run back and forth. Oh yeah, but then uh, yeah, I ate some spaghetti. Came home, I was like, you know, most oh, of the time, how my, nice of her. How nice, of, yeah, how nice of her. But I think that she used some spoiled meat because <laughs> <laughs> I am feeling too well. Either I, I developed a gluten allergy. Or my mom's been uh, trying to save some pennies. Maybe a little bit of both. Mm, a little bit of both. Because as, as the viewers know, and as you know, yeah. my fridge is stocked up with chicken. We know that there's constantly chicken. Mm, con- it's, a, it's a conveyor belt of chicken. Just yeah. Constantly revolving door. Yeah. I'll follow this in and out. So I was like looking at the ground beef. I was like, this ain't, this ain't, this ain't it. This ain't it, chief. When you saw it, you were like, were you questioning it? 
Yeah, I was like, I yeah, I looked at it and was like, I shouldn't trust this, but I might as well. Might as well because what's I, the worst thing that can happen? Yeah, and on the way here, I had to stop by a, a gas station down the street because I didn't want to destroy your bathroom. Thank you, My, I really appreciate that. I was having the worst stomach wombies. That is that is very nice of you. You oh. called me, you're like, I'm gonna be a little bit late, but it's because I'm gonna take a shit down the street. And oh, I yeah. was like, take your time. And I, I time I took, I took a good a good ten minute poop. I could just oh, oh, just, I felt felt like ground beef coming out. I felt like that oh. like. Like that meat boy, you know, from Aqua Team Hunger Force. I just felt so squishy and malleable like him. It just felt bad. And then I thought it was over, but no. And then my stomach actually started growling, growling. And I got up and I, I'm here. I am at a at a truck at a trucker's gas station, just making the most loud gruntle noises from my asshole for a good ten minutes. I get up. I'm like, Ugh! I start vomiting because it's the stench of me being there and my stomach being just uncontrollably. So my body is in is in a mess of disarray right now. <laughs> I'm in pain, folks. <laughs> I'm in pain. It hurts. It hurts bad. It felt like ground beef coming out. I didn't feel good at all, brother. <sighs> oh my god! That's why I'm led to believe that it was oh uh, the culprit. Oh my god! Either a gluten allergy oh, or it's that ground Jesus beef gone foul. Christ! Why did you paint such a perfect picture? Oh my god! I didn't even hear what you said after that. <laughs> oh my god, dude, that's mm. horrible. Uh, it was painful. Oh. It was pain, the pain was coming through. Oh my jeez! But this is the price of beauty, the price of entertainment that we that we put ourselves through. Well, thank you for coming <laughs> after <laughs> all that and not canceling. Oi, oi. My body feels hollow. Um, how about we uh, throw some coffee in there, make it worse? Mm -hmm. Let's get my heartbeat going. <laughs> oh, what's your, what, what's your what's your first lineup? Here? Now here, let's let's say. Here, let me put the microphone back. He's gonna put it back, put it back. Put it all the way back. Uh, 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 uh. <sighs> that is so funny. Um, so here, let's move this over for a second. This is the lineup, uh, this is the lineup for today. Um, perfect. I, I think that Duncan is superior. Duncan? Yeah, I, I think that as just bare bones, sorry, as bare bones coffee goes. I prefer Duncan over the other three. Uh, I would probably go Duncan. Well, America runs on Duncan. I would go Duncan, Starbucks, McDonald's. Because I've had McCafe before, and it's not bad. I have never had Wendy's. Wendy's, you know, McCafe is all right, but I always put McCafe at the bottom. Because it's the water quality can't be any good. Uh, fair enough. Uh, what would you rate? Out of Dunkin' and Starbucks, the top two big dogs in yeah. the in the coffee uh -huh. barista industry. Yeah, we try to get a, a, like two big coffees, and then you know, obviously, fast food mm -hmm. uh, breakfast has been more and more popular. So we, as people are getting coffee and breakfast in the morning, we want to have a wide array. We <laughs> and they were definitely getting that this morning. <laughs> yeah, it was busy. Yeah, no, they were crazy busy as well. Um, all of these are just their standard black coffee. Apart from um, Starbucks has three options, a dark roast, medium roast, and light roast. Mm. And uh, I asked 
the drive-thru worker, which one is the best in your opinion? And she said the medium roast has like an equal balance. And she, you know, she works there and she mm-hmm. drinks coffee. So I trusted her. Um, and then the other three are just the standard. Standard dark roast. Correct. Um, so yeah, between Dunkin' and Starbucks, which one do you prefer? You know, honestly, I think I got to go with Starbucks. R- okay. Yeah, right, yeah. Fair enough. Mostly for the cold brew lineup. But that's the thing. It's like we're not judging these based off of, um, like, they're, they're mixed drinks. I, I got to go to the bathroom. You okay? I'm going to puke. Welcome back. My co-host was not feeling well and proceeded to throw up immediately. So we thought, obviously, it was for the best for him to go home, get some much-needed rest, some vitamins, some hydration, and take the day off. Podcasting is the least of his worries right now. But I'll continue with the the Starbucks, Dunkin', McCafe, and Wendy's coffee tasting. I'll also talk a little bit about the news that we mentioned before, as well as some of the... Maybe I'll save the... The questions for for when we're all here together, um, but let's let's proceed. I have some Gatorade to kind of be my uh, palate cleanser in between all of these, as well as you know hydrates me, so I'm not completely dehydrated drinking all these coffees this early in the morning. So let's start with Duncan. I'm really curious to see what I think about this. Oh. Pretty smooth. That is uh, not bad. It's uh, it's like really, really dark. It's medium body. It's got some acidity to it. I'm rating this like I would do wine, obviously. Um, it, it has kind of a weird sweet taste afterwards. I would specifically think that Duncan would be the sweeter of the four. Uh, just because it's the one that's, I feel like it's mixed with drinks the most. So let's go ahead and try some Starbucks. Oh, wow. That one's the best. That one's the best so far. I think Starbucks is, wow, that's actually very pleasantly surprising. I wasn't expecting the Starbucks black coffee to be, uh, as good. This is a medium roast, like I said, um, a little nutty. Uh, it's not harsh at all. Like the Duncan was actually very dark, but a kind of a sweet flavor afterwards. So the Starbucks actually is the winner for me so far. Let's try the McCafe. Oh, oh, I don't like that at all. Oh, that is not good. Yeah, the McCafe one's gross. It's like bitter. It is really watered down. Like even the color compared to the other three is just so light. And it tastes like, I don't know, like Coke, like Coca-Cola got in there somehow. Yeah, that's not good at all. All right, let's finish off with Wendy's. The Wendy's one is all right. It's it's like if you were at a wedding and you've been there for a really long time, like six to eight hours, and you're like, I really wish I would have coffee. And then the coffee does come out 
and you're like six drinks in, you've been dancing, you're sweating, you've had some cake, and you're like, this cake will go great with coffee. I'm glad they brought coffee out finally. And you taste it, and you're like, ah, it ta- it's coffee. It's generic coffee. That's what the Wendy's coffee tastes like. It's not anything pleasant, or it's it's just kind of whatever. It's not very good. It's not bad, though. I would, you know what, if I could redo this, I would go Starbucks, McCafe, Dunkin', Wendy's. I, I really enjoyed the Starbucks one, actually. Um, so, yeah. Now you know if you want to get coffee, go to the under paid overworked Starbucks workers and get yourself a medium roast. That was actually really good. Uh, now for the segment that we're going to talk about today, let me pull up our uh, document here. We're going to be talking about Alex Jones. And I really wish that Phil was here with me to, to explore that subject a bit more. But if you guys don't know who Alex Jones is, he is a right wing conspiracy theorist. He is a real knucklehead. He was the guy that was talking about Pizzagate really uh, early on. And this was the issue that people were ramping on about, especially because this felt like it was around the same time when Joe Rogan got really popular. So (laughs) Joe Rogan was like a fan of Alex Jones because Alex Jones is crazy. So he would have him on and also explore these same theories with him and with other people. And Pizzagate was the one where at the White not at the White House, in Washington, D.C., there was a pizza parlor where these politicians and super rich people would go in and ask for a specific pizza. Um, And what it turned out that the theories thought was that it was like child um, trafficking and like slavery and sex stuff and really weird. So this is who Alex Jones is, right? He was also the guy that the first time that I heard about him was uh, Sandy Hook, the unfortunate shooting that happened, you know, nine, eight, nine, ten years ago was a tragedy. And Alex Jones said that uh, it was all fake. These are um, actors, disaster actors trying to take away guns and all this other crazy shit. And obviously none of that was true. And there's a court case going on right now for defamation and the families of the unfortunate uh, children who passed away are looking for, I think 150 million uh, out of Alex Jones and the right wing empire that he's constructed of Infowars and other stuff. And so the court's been going on the trial, the hearing, and it's been really interesting because not only is Alex Jones doing a very bad job representing himself, but also his lawyers are constantly fucking up, including sending copy of text messages to the, um, to the other party. So, uh, during the court trial, you see like, Oh, we actually have all the text messages that Alex Jones has sent and they just bring it up to the judge. And she's like, Oh, what the fuck? Including, Alex Jones had made uh, a video of the judge on fire and also on his phone, like constantly talking about Sandy Hook. And then something that isn't part of this trial, but they're using against him is that he was part of the January 6th committee. And like, obviously that's treason and not a cool thing to do. uh, When all those brave warriors went to take back our country. So it's just fucking crazy and fascinating that like he's finally 
having to pay for some of the crazy shit that he said because there's been a lot of years when, I mean, 10 years since the Sandy Hook thing, and then it's only gotten worse and worse and worse. And so then you get into a very tough argument with people like him and even people from like the very liberal side um, about the freedom of speech, right? So obviously people should have the freedom of speech and allow to voice themselves, but you get to it a, a tough predicament when you have to ask yourself, Okay, I was just wondering if the mic was on this whole time. Testing. Yeah, we're good. We're good. We're good. Just some quick paranoia there. It's all the coffee and all the caffeine. Um, I would love to see like the look on my face, and I was like, have I been recording any of this? Am I just speaking into nothing? Uh, no, you get into a very tough uh, argument because it's like, obviously, people should have the freedom to voice their opinion, but then it's like, well, what about when their opinion is spreading lies and you're actually causing danger to others because of what you're saying, you know, with the Pizzagate stuff, somebody went with a fully loaded van of weaponry and went into Washington DC trying to like help these kids and like walked into the pizza parlor and everybody got on the ground. And I think this dude had drove up from like South Carolina. So obviously when you have such a big platform like that, you know, you get into the argument of should you deplatform them? Should they not be allowed on YouTube, on Twitter? Um, and then this is where people like Elon Musk and Joe Rogan are like, well, people should be able to voice their opinion. And the moment they can't, then it's, you know, it's injustice. And it's like, well, you know, maybe this dude shouldn't be allowed to to say what he wants to say. Or, you know, there should be filters and barriers because even though it's someone's opinion, that opinion could really lead to some dark shit and make people believe stuff that isn't necessarily true. You know, like people have very impressionable minds and all of a sudden they get fucking wrapped up in the wrong algorithm and go down a rabbit hole of like they're taking these kids and they're raping them and they're, you know, trafficking them. And it's Hillary Clinton and her gang and her lizard people. It's like, okay, well, none of that is true. Or it turns out some of it is true because then you, couple years later, you get the Epstein Island and it's like, okay, some of these kids were being trafficked, but it wasn't the way that they thought. And so, yeah, I think it's a, it's a very long argument and I don't think there's a right or wrong decision or right or wrong opinion. It's just like the opinion has to be had of, okay, if people are going to voice themselves, like we, I mean, we say crazy shit on this podcast. Other people say crazy shit on this podcast. Like I went down this super Joe Rogan rabbit hole recently. And then I went down the super like liberal rabbit hole recently where these people were like, you know, if you tell people that they should do keto, they don't have to necessarily fact check themselves. But if you tell someone they're overweight, and that's okay, then all of a sudden they have to fact check themselves. And I'm like, well, there is an argument there because that is true. Like, it's just, we got to have the argument, right? And so with this, specifically with Alex Jones, I think you got to have the argument. Like, is he psychotic and should he not be on Twitter? Yeah, I think that's also, I think that's definitely an opinion. And should he still have Infowars and should he pay these families for all the, you know, the horrible things that he said about them? Like, yeah, that's probably the least he could do. You know, obviously saying sorry and then still spreading falsehood. Like, that's not cool at all.
Um, the other falsehood that I wanted to talk about today was actually uh, FC Barcelona, which is a soccer team out of Barcelona, Spain, that is arguably one of the most popular sports teams in general in the world. And they have bought a total of, I think it's six or seven players over the last summer when they are able to buy players, but they have done it in really shady ways because they have asked their own players who are still at the team to take weekly salary cuts and including a specific Dutch player, Frankie de Young, they have asked him to forego his current contract because when it was offered, he ended up, it ended up coming up that like the people that offered it to him who were no longer at the club, there's some corruption going on and that's not his fault. He should be allowed to accept the wage that he was offered and they owe him 20 million in back salary that they're deciding not to pay it because again, they're a really shady team who does shady shit. And overall, I mean, I think that's super shitty. Like I hate the way that that team runs itself. I hate the fans that think they should be winning everything every year when they don't necessarily deserve it because they don't run the team well. And this is the reason that Lionel Messi, one of the best players to ever live, had to leave the team last year because they ran themselves into financial ruin and then they're doing it again by selling every possible thing that they can just to like have maintain competitiveness when it's like if you were just to take a year or two or three or four and be like, all right, we're not good right now. You know, we we understand that the team previously didn't do the best and ran itself to the ground. So we're just going to do a hard reset so that in five or six years, four years, whatever it is, that we can compete for everything again. But they just can't, you know, it's this privilege that they think they have to win everything every year. And overall, I mean, I think I just think it's fucking ridiculous. Um, you know, they, they bring in these players who I think – are okay. You know, obviously they brought in a really good striker, which they needed, but does that mean anything? Like, does that mean they're going to win every trophy that's available to them? No, because the teams that are competing are running themselves correctly. And yeah, man, it's just, I fucking hate the team, you know, and they were actually known for being like a really big pioneer for like, we're not going to, we're going to maintain the, the stature of the club, their whole thing, their whole motto is that they're more than just a soccer team. And they were one of the last teams to actually take a shirt sponsorship. Um, and then when they finally did, it was UNICEF, which is a very, you know, it's, it's to helping kids out. So it was like a very big deal that like, okay, they're going to take a sponsorship, but it's UNICEF. It's for, you know, helping somebody out. And now not only have they taken sponsorships, but they have sold every last piece of their dignity and including having Spotify on the front of their jerseys, which like I don't really think that's a big deal. But they have renamed their stadium the Spotify Camp Nou just to again take more money. They are selling their own grass from the stadium, which is fucking lunacy that somebody's gonna buy that. Like they're gonna mow the grass on the field every week to maintain its like, you know, its length. And so now they're like, oh, just instead of just recycling that or using it, let's just Pa package it and sell it for like 12 euro 
that as well as like dog bowls, keychain, like anything that they can possibly slap their logo on, they're doing it. And it's, it's fucking crazy. And then even they have sold off 50% of Barca studios, which is like an unknown entity is just like NFT and like their app and their channel Barca TV. They sold it for a hundred million so that they can register these six, seven players that they bought because had they not registered them 24 hours ago when we're recording this on Friday, they would have not been able to play all season. They would have had to leave for free. They would have not been able to take their contract. So they're activating all these like financial corruption levers just so that they can like stay competitive for another year. And they're letting go of their, what the club originally stood for. And if you're a Barcelona fan, fuck you. But if you're a Real Madrid fan, fuck you too. I don't really care. Um, so yeah, I mean that was that was the episode. It was a little bit shorter one, a little different one. Uh, Juan is with his uh, Mrs. Phil had to leave because he was throwing up, and I'm here alone in the studio with you. But I do it because I love you guys. And two weeks from now, like I said, we're gonna hit episode 50. Is when you have all three of us back in the studio. Next week it might just be me again. Who knows? Um, that's all we really had planned. I don't really want to get into anything else without anyone else here, but. If you're watching, thank you so much for watching. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you're listening, make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Um, we have a lot of cool stuff planned. And thank you all for listening. We'll see you all next week.